today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to share an, on the second characteristic of, characteristic of revival, and that is rent your heart. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 11 to 14. Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house. All that Solomon had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he successfully accomplished. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon in the night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or commanded the Lucas to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you all the glory. Thank you for the promise that you were here from heaven. Forgive our sins and heal our land as we seek your face in Jesus' name. Amen. The evangelist Billy um, Graham said, we need a spiritual revival that will put a new moral fabric into our society. Ever since the end of World War II, this country along with other English-speaking countries have been plunging into moral corruption at a rate that is gaining momentum. Honestly, honesty and truthfulness have been thrown out of the window. The United States of America is on a one mad whirlwind of amusement and pleasure and lasciviousness and immorality. Juvenile delinquency is mounting so rapidly that we cannot keep face and pace with the figures. The drug menace is increasing and claiming new victims every day. Some of the identical symptoms that were noticed in Rome during the last days of the empire are now observed and felt into our, in our society. The divorce rates are increasing. Right, racial tension are worsening. Inflation is eroding the savings of many people who have low incomes. Political issues are dividing us. Confidence in government have been shaken. Walk down the streets of the city and read any billboard of the latest film or, or, or movies that is on, and most of them talks about sex, crimes, abnormal behavior, and the like. 
One may ask, what are we coming to? What is happening with our society and the moral, moral fabric of it? All things are gone. It's as if we are being nurtured to be destroyed. It is like a time, it is time for us to go back to the foot of the cross. When we come to the cross, we receive Jesus as Christ, Lord and Savior. He gave us the capacity to love our neighbors. There is no superior race in God's sight. God does not look on the outward appearance. He looks on the heart. God sees our pride. He will have to come to us for us to change our situation. To love our neighbors and to look at Jesus so that he may solve our problems. One of the biggest danger of the Western world today is false religion. The cult, cults are flourishing. Thousands of people in our churches are serving God with only their lips, but their hearts are far from him. They have never had an encounter with Jesus Christ. They have never been born again. They have never been converted. God is looking for real repentance, and they have never made that. You see, evangelist Billy Graham is echoing what God spoke about in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from the wicked ways, I, God, will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. You have to be very, very naive to think that our society is on a better footing. We are degrading and decaying morally. Things are getting worse. And until we can come to God and ask him, to forgive our sins and ask him to revive our land, we are going to destroy ourselves. We need revival. We need God to touch our lives. We need God to intervene in our situation. We need a spiritual awakening. Our society and our lives are deteriorating. And we need to come to God. To humble ourselves. To call upon his name. And to ask him to forgive us. To pray. To seek his face. We need to cry for help. We need hope in our world. And we can be instruments. We are continuing our series on the cry for help. The last time we minister, we share with you the first characteristic of revival, and that is the cry for help. We share with you two principles of help. We told you access, about access to the throne, and grace for help. The writer of Hebrews said we should come boldly to the throne of grace to find mercy for help in time of need. Today we want to share and on the second characteristic of, characteristic of revival, and that is rent 
your heart. Or you may put it this way, tear open your heart so that God may come in and change your life. We want to share with you six dangers of our society. They are religion without the Holy Spirit, Christianity without Christ, forgiveness without repentance, salvation without regeneration, politics takes without God, and heaven without help. Help. The, 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 the General William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army, analyzed the major dangers of the 20th century. And these things that he said that I'm using as uh, um, 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 uh, um, topics, to, uh, it is so, so important for our society today. He said, uh, he enumerated six dangers. He said, uh, um, the, number one, religion without the Holy Spirit. You see, religion can be found anywhere and everywhere. Man is a religious person. Even atheists, people who said that there is no God or do not want to, 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 to accept the, 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 the fact that there is a God, stay are a God to themselves. Their emphasis may either be in things or in somebody else. But the tragedy is that this type of religion is invading the church today. It is invading our lives. Our religion, uh, 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 um, Christian lives uh, or uh, 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 institutions are becoming systems that have the, 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 the sense of godliness, but we are denying the power of God in our lives. You see, it doesn't mean matter whether the, 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 the size of the denomination is large. It doesn't matter whether or not the, the, the uh, uh, um, people uh, uh, flood the, 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 the place, um, the church on Sunday morning. But many people do not love God. Or like Billy Graham said, they have not even made up their mind to serve the living God. They only talk about him through lip service. God and Jesus Christ have not touched their lives. There is no change in their lives. And because of that, you are no different in the church. You are no different from the people who do not know God and who do not love God. And so because, because of that, you cannot make any difference, significant difference in your society, in your life, in your family. We, are, we think that, well, just because I, I have wealth or just because I'm, I'm in an affluent society so everything is okay. No, it is not okay. We need to turn our hearts back to the living God. We need to cry and repent of our sins and ask God to forgive us. Heal our land. You see, Jesus said this when he was speaking to the different churches in the book of Revelation, and he gave the, his apostle the, 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 the revelation of the, the state of the churches. He spoke to the Laodicean church. And this is what he said in Revelation chapter 3, verse 14. He said to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write, 
These things says the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works. You are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were hot or cold, but because you are lukewarm, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and I have become wealthy and have no need of anything, but you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire, that you may be rich and that your garments will be white, and you, that you may be clothed and that your shame, your, the, the, the shame of your nakedness will not be revealed, and that you may anoint your eyes with, with ointment so that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and discipline. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come to him and dine with him, and he with me. To whom, to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit on my throne, as I also have overcome came and sat on my father's throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Notice what Jesus said about the state of the church. The state of his people. The state of many who are in the churches today. Many around the world who are serving God with only lip service. Yes, you may be affluent. You may have all the big buildings. You may have all the resources. You may have all the money. You may have everything you widely speaking, but if your heart is not yielded to the living God, Jesus said, you are wretched, you are blind, you are miserable, you are poor, and you are naked. You see, Jesus said that many times when we find ourselves in an affluent state, we think that everything is okay. But unless you are focusing on God and seeking him with all of your heart, nothing is okay. God said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I, God, will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal the land. You know, many times when we are thinking, about the atrocities that are happening around the world or, or the, the, the degradation of our society and the, the crimes and the, and, the, and, the, and the different things that are happening and the, the hatred and the um, animosity and the bigotry and all of that, we think, well, it is people who do not know God. Yes, and sometimes that's true. But we are the church. We are able to do something about it. We can pray. We can ask God to intervene. We can ask God to heal our land. We ourselves have to evaluate ourselves and make sure that we are not just serving God with lip service. We are serving the true God. 
out of a pure and sincere heart, out of a love for him and a love for people. We need revival in our hearts, in our family. Statistics show that divorce is at the, at, at the same rate in the church as it is in the, in, in, with people who do not know Christ. The reason is because the church now is becoming like the world, like the society. We allow the society to dictate our moral standards. We allow it. Okay? William Booth said, religion without the Holy Spirit is just lip service. And you cannot serve God without the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that Jesus gave us in order to empower us to live for him. And you can have that power in your life when you yield to him. Look at what Jesus said in Revelation chapter uh, um, 3, verse 20. He said, I'm standing at your, the door of your heart, and I'm knocking. If you open the door of your heart, I will come in, and I will sup with you, and I will dine with you. He said, I love you. And I rebuke and discipline those who I love. Therefore, be zealous and repent. That word repent is to change your mind. Change the ways. Cement your, 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 your outlook. Turn away from the things that you are doing. Allow God to touch you. That's a danger. Religion without the Holy Spirit is a danger in our society where we say we are serving the living God, but we are denying his power. Second thing that you talk about, he said Christianity without Christ. The great expositor, um, W.H. Griffin Thomas, said Christianity is Christ. Without the Lord Jesus Christ being the center of Christianity, it is only bare bones. Its doctrine may be known and even understood, and yet Christ can be left out. You see, many times we want to talk about uh, um, being Christians, but we don't want to submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ. It cannot go together. Jesus is Lord. And if you declare that you are a Christian, then you need to submit to the lordship. Of Jesus Christ. You see, in fact, the way they, they um, when the early church started, most of the time uh, when it, when it began, the, 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 the believers or the apostles or those who, who followed Jesus were called disciples before they began to call themselves Christian. In fact, the, the, the word Christian did not happen until several years after, more than eight years after the church was, was born, before in Antioch, in the city of Antioch, the people began to call the Christians, I mean the believers, Christians. They were mocking them. They, they, were, they were letting them know, oh, you look like Jesus Christ. And that's how the word Christian came about. And now, we call everything Christian. We call everyone Christian. Whether there is a change in the person's life, whether there is a submission to Christ, whether there is a, a desire to, to live for God or live holy or live uh, 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 um, in submission to the lordship of Jesus Christ, we call it Christian. But that's not true. That's not the Christian characteristic of the Bible. 
Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. When you read his Sermon on the Mount, he talks about moral character. He talks about the power of God working in your life. You being light and you being salt. You being a change agent. Uh, sometimes we, um, we try as much as possible to, to interact with people and because uh, of, of our, our way of interacting, we, we, we fail to show them uh, um, who Jesus is. And we want to mix in. We want to be accepted. We want to be among the, the boys or among the girls. And we want to be uh, uh, um, looked upon as, uh, 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 as uh, 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 good people. But we deny the power of Christ. You cannot be a Christian without Jesus Christ. Jesus is Lord. Matthew chapter 15 Verse 6 to 9, there was the same situation in, in, in the Bible where the scribes and the Pharisees were, were, were arguing with Jesus. And this is what he said to them. He said, then he said to them, uh, uh, he said, thus you have uh, uh, um, caused the commandments of God to be of no effect. You hypocrite. Isaiah was right when he said, these people draw near unto me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. And in vain they worship me, worship, worship me teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. What was Jesus saying? Jesus was saying it is not just sufficient for you to make lip services. It is not just sufficient for you to call yourself a Christian. Or say, I know God and don't want to live by the, the, the precepts of God. It is not. If you say you love God and you know God, then you need to follow God's law, uh, rules. You need to get into God's word and allow his words to change your life. To transform you. You need to ask God to show you by the power of the Holy Spirit because the purpose of God in your life is to make you like Jesus Christ, to transform your life, to change that which you are doing so that you may serve the living God. God wants you to turn. Jesus says to the scribes and the Pharisees, you, you are teaching the, the doctrines and the commandments of men instead of God. You are making the word of God of no effect. You are a hypocrite. If you think that you can serve God without following God's word and allowing God's word to get into your heart and change your life. You see, whenever Jesus comes in, he changes your life. Read the gospel. You will find out that everyone Jesus encounter, their lives were transformed and changed for the good, not for the bad. Then say, I love God, and you hate your fellow people. The church sometimes is so silent and so asleep that we, 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 we interact as if God is dead or far away. But I want to give you good news. He is here. 
The living God is here and he is alive. He is still awesome and powerful. Isaiah said, God come down the mountain melt like wax at your presence. Fire uh, 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 go before you. Jeremiah talks about the awesome God. Moses in Exodus and, and the children of Israel sang about the God who is able to deliver. He is still the God who wants to do good in your life. We can't continue, finish, but I, I just want to pray for you. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to uh, uh, suggest to you that you ask him to come into your heart. You ask him wherever you are right now. Just point your hands to the, the, the television screen or, or if you are watching us on social media and ask him to come into your heart and let him change your life. And then be an agent of revival. You get change and you go out and change others also. We'll continue next time with the other uh, uh, um, dangers of our society. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being with us. Pastor Liz and I will be right back with a very important message. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm-hmm.